Pastor Maria Murphy, and this is Morning Prayer. God bless you today and welcome. I am grateful for the opportunity to be here with you. It is Thursday, January the 19th. We are 19 days in to 2023, and I thank God for this year. What a faithful God we serve who's getting us through this year. Amen. Let me just make sure we are good. We are uh, as you come in, just say good morning and I can greet you. Glory to God. I thank the Lord for his word, for his wisdom, uh, for how he teaches us and for how uh, He we can partner with him. Amen. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today and welcome. Uh, thank God for this opportunity. We're just blessed to be able to pray together. Amen. Glory to God. Now, I was asking the Lord, I'm not really sure here uh, if I, I, it's a, just a different uh, way that uh, he was uh, talking to me this morning. And I'm like, am I supposed to share that? <laughs> or are we just supposed to pray? What do we want to do today? And so I'm just going to go ahead and we're just going to start in prayer today. Um, Mark 11, 24 talks about when you pray. Believe that you receive what you're praying for and you shall have it. And then 1 John 5, we, we've read that many times. Verse 14 says, uh, this is the confidence that we have in him that uh, whatever we ask for, when we ask for anything, and it says according to his will. Good morning and happy Thursday, Ivan. God bless you when we ask according to his will, that we have it, that he'll answer. And so, um, so when we pray, we believe that we receive, amen. We believe that we receive. What do we believe? Our job is to believe that we receive. Our job is not to make it manifest, right? It's not our job to bring it to pass. Good morning, Rob. God bless you today. But our job is to believe uh, that we receive. Our faith takes hold of it. If I was to give you something, you have to stretch out your hands and take it and pull it into you. Well, that's what you have to believe, that you have it, that it's yours. Now you have every right to call whatever it is that you've prayed for in line with his will. It's yours and you have a right to call it yours because you've taken it by faith. You've taken it with hands of faith. And then from then on, you begin to thank and praise God for its manifestation. There are two forms of manifestation, one uh, spiritual and one in the natural realm. The receiving uh, part of it is, is what you do. And so when you receive it, uh, that's not the same thing as, uh, okay, I believe for its manifestation. No, receiving deals with the spirit realm. And manifestation deals with the natural realm. And so we say, I receive it right now. That doesn't mean I have it in the natural. But God, And God's not asking you to believe that you have it in the natural. He's just asking you to believe that you've received it in the spiritual realm. That's your job. Receive it in the spiritual realm. And let him work on manifesting it in the natural realm. It's already yours. You already have it. You know, we sing that song, even when... 
when I don't see it, he's working, right? Even when I don't feel it, he's working. So our job is to believe that we receive that and that it's being worked on. It's being worked on. And so, but I don't change my confession. I have to align my words with that belief. My words and my actions will say that I've believed and received it or not, right? And so I can, I can go to the doctor and I'll use healing because everybody has had uh, to believe God for healing or has been sick at one time. So if I go to the doctor and he gives me a prescription for uh, the ailment that I have, it's great. And he can tell me all about how good this medicine is. And I can bring the script home and put it on my table and fully believe that that medicine will work for me. But until I take it, and I can't take it until I go to the pharmacy, turn in that script, have them fill it, tell me how to take it, take it, buy it, take it home, open it up and take it as prescribed. Take it as prescribed. Once I do that, I've taken it. Until I've done that, I've not taken it. I can have that script here at, at home on the table and call the doctor the next day and say, listen, I need to come in for an appointment because I'm not feeling well. Oh, okay, did you take the medicine I gave you? Oh, I have the script right here and I believe it will work. Did you take the medicine that I gave you? Oh, oh no, I haven't filled it yet. I haven't gone to the pharmacy and filled it. Well, if you'll go ahead and go to the pharmacy, fill it and take the medicine, it will work for you. No, I just need an appointment. Can you just give me an appointment? Please give me an appointment. Give me. That's what it's like when we pray over and over and over and over again for the same thing. That's what it's like. God's given us the answer, but we continue to just, I got to see the doctor. I got to see, please, God, please, 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 please. No, that's not faith. Faith takes it. And believes that it works. And so the word is like medicine. So if I'm believing for medicine, for healing, I take the word. I confess the word. I say what God says about my body until it manifests. Amen. In the natural. And I don't change just because my symptoms get worse or anything. I continue to do it. I take that medicine. I mean, we are just... I am dogmatic about taking medicine. Like when I get a prescription and it says, you know, you take three doses, right? When my kids were young, I'd give them antibiotics. They said three doses. If we missed the dose, cause it was, you know, we fell asleep and it was during the night, you get all nervous and you look it up. Can I double up on the dose? Have you done that? I've done that. Can I double up on the dose or do I have to skip the dose? What do I do? What do I, we get all caught up in that, but we won't do that with the word. If we miss our dose of the word, we're like, eh, eh, whatever. No, no. It's the same way. The word tells us in Proverbs that the word is life and health to all of our flesh. And so if we'll take in the word concerning whatever it is, the same way. See, Ivan, you're like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so like, can I take, do I double up or will I overdose? <laughs> you know? And so that's how we should be with the word of God when we're standing in faith for something. And that's when we're standing in faith for ourselves. God's not asking you to believe that it's manifested. Oh, believe that you, no, he's asking you to believe that you've received it. Do you believe that healing is yours? Well, your words will say it. Or do you keep saying, man, my head is killing me. Oh my goodness. My, oh, I, what are we saying? Because what we say is what we believe. That's what God is asking. It's simple as that. 
do you receive whatever it is that you're praying for? Now, I'm just going to say this quickly. I was going to pray, but he's, he's led us in this way. This is what I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about, but I think we might need this. That's when you're praying for yourself. What about when you're praying for someone else? Um, we can't pray over and over and over again. Because that means we're not in faith. This is when we're praying for anything for someone. Because there's someone else's will at work. And so I'm just going to give you a couple instances and show you how, what you can do to help somebody else. And then we're going to pray. When someone asks uh, you to pray, uh, one of my instructors at Bible school shared this. He said there was an older woman in the church and she was uh, dying. And the doctor said, you know, her prognosis wasn't good. He felt led in his heart. He was young at the time. He didn't know much word, but he found out what the word of God says about healing. They didn't teach that in their church. And so he found out what it said. And so he went to her and he said, Mrs. Etta, can, can I just read the word to you? Because he heard what she was saying. She was like, well, the doctor said I have to die and I'm ready to go. He said, okay, can I read the word to you? So he read Psalm 91 to her and he got to the part where it says, with long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? And then he continued reading. And then when he got to the end, he said, Mrs. Anna, can I ask you a question? And she said, sure. She was very weak. He could hardly hear her. He said, are you satisfied with the life that you've lived up until now? Do you think you've done everything that God has for you to do? And she said, well, I, I think so. He said, well, I'm just thinking of the young people that we have in church and all the wisdom that you have that you can impart to them. And you're just a big part of the church. I know myself, I would miss your testimonies and miss how you talk about the word of God. And he said, she saw, he saw a little bit of, little bit of light. She was still weak and she was like, hmm. he said, oh, can I come back tomorrow and read some more? Sure, honey, sure. You know, and so he left and he came back the next day and he said he read Psalm 91 again. And he got to that part again with long life. Will I satisfy him? He said, Miss Etta, are you sure you're satisfied with your life that you lived? And there's nothing else that you would. She said, well, my grandkids, I, I I would like to spend a little more time with my, he said, ah, <laughs> he saw an end then. He saw some more light. And as she said that, he saw a little strength come into her body. Her voice came up a little bit. He said, we're on the right track. So he located where she was with her faith. And he said, can I come back and read? I wish you would come back and read to me again tomorrow. So he started reading more healing promises of God. And by the time they were done, she was filled with strength. She got her strength back. She was back in church and she lived many more years. I think it was like at least 10 more years she lived. And so you can't just run in there and start praying, you know, and most of the time it's out of fear and selfishness. I want them to live. There were other times, uh, he shared another story about a man and his wife that they, he, he stopped in on them. They were church members and he said, 
The man, again, was very weak, could hardly hear him. He was laying down in the bed with the covers pretty much over his head. The wife was talking in whispers, and the curtains were drawn. He, she, he said they had already welcomed death in. And so he went there, and he said, can I, can I read the word of God to you? And so he started reading, and he wanted to locate. He asked the Lord, and the Lord said, locate where they are, where their faith is, and, and meet them there. And so he asked the man, do you believe that God is the healer and that he can heal you completely of this disease? And the man said, well... I don't know. I don't think so. The doctor said this and he kept saying what the, he had more faith in what the doctor said than in what the word said. So Keith said, can I read some scriptures to you? And he said, yeah, sure. So he read some scriptures. Again, this man was very weak and hardly had a voice. And so by the time he got done, he sat for a little bit and read some scriptures. And he said, can I ask you something? Do you believe that you can be 1% better tomorrow than you are right now based on what I just read to you? Do you believe you could be 1% better? And the man said, yeah, I, I believe I could be 1%. He looked at the wife. She said, yeah, I believe it could be 1%. He said, okay. And he said uh, to the wife, do you, can you read some scriptures to him every day? Cause he didn't have time to come back there. And so he gave the wife a list of scriptures. He said, and you read it every day. And you ask him if he can be 1% better tomorrow than he is today. I'm going to come back and check on you at the end of the week. And so he did. And she did. They did their job. They read the scriptures and she asked him, do you believe? And faith came to be 1% better the next day. And sure enough, by the end of the week that Keith came, he came, he checked on him. He was 5% better than he was the day they started. And this continued on until that man got completely healed. But do you see, he didn't just run in there, lay his hands on him. Cause what's happening is, and why I'm sharing this is what's happening is, is we're praying, not just for healing. We're praying for salvation. We're praying for financial breakthrough for people who we love and know, and we're not seeing anything happen and change. Why? Cause it's not on us. It's their will at work as well. We've got to consider that. God's not going to usurp the will of someone else. And so we can continue to pray, 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 pray. But when we don't see our prayers answered, we might just stop praying and not say anything about it. Be like, mm, guess that didn't work. Or we might question whether this works or not. So use some wisdom. Ask God for some wisdom on how to proceed. Uh, one more and we'll pray. Brother Hagen who's my spiritual father, he said, one of my spiritual fathers, he said that uh, they called him to pray for someone in the church. And so he, as he was driving there, he always asked the Lord, and this is what we should do. How am I to pray when I get there? It's not just, I'm going to go pray and you're going to be healed. That's, that doesn't work. It's for someone else. And so he said, uh, how do I do this? And so the Lord said, you can pray, but she's not going to be healed. And he's like, what? And he, she, he said, no, because she has unforgiveness in her heart towards her spouse or whatever it was, towards a sibling, someone in her family. She needs to release that unforgiveness or she's going to die. 
And so he went there to the house and before he prayed, he said, now listen, the Lord told me that you have unforgiveness in your heart concerning this person. She said, yes, I do. They did this, 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 and this, and they never apologized for it. And I will never forgive them. And he said, well, if you don't forgive them, you're going to die. I can pray for you, but you're going to die. And, and the husband was like, please pray for it. He said, I'm telling you, if she doesn't release the unforgiveness, she's going to die. And sure enough, she died because she said, I will not. I will not. And so we can pray for individuals that we love and that we, but if there are things in their life, these are laws, just like the law of lift that works, just like the law of gravity that works. There are laws, spiritual laws in place that a lot of times cannot be reversed unless the individual reverses them. And so I just... I feel I need to share that because there's so much people who are doubting God and mad at God because their son didn't get saved. Their daughter didn't get healed. This didn't happen. That didn't happen, but it's not God. His word always works, but ask him for wisdom because he wants your loved ones saved more than you do. He desires that none perish, but that all come to repentance. He wants heal everyone to be healed. Everybody healing is for everyone and God desires for everyone to be healed. But there are reasons why reasons why. And so exercise wisdom when you are praying for your loved ones, uh, regarding anything and, 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 and ask the Lord what he would have you to do. You might have to help them build their faith concerning his word. They may not know that healing belongs to them. You could pray all you want to, but if they want to die and they are satisfied with their life, he said, I'll give them life to their satisfaction. He's not going to usurp that. He wouldn't do it for you and he's not going to do it for them just because you want him to. That's not love. Love gives us a choice. And so you need to exercise wisdom. Otherwise you're going to get angry with God and then you're going to stop yourself from receiving what you need. And so I believe that's the correction and wisdom of God for us today. I wasn't sure that I was going to share that, but that's the stories were going around in my heart today. And I'm like, I'm just going to share them. And so when we're praying for loved ones, there's more at play than just when you're praying for yourself. You can control what you say, what you do, you know, the word you can do that. So you need to do that. But when you're praying for someone else, be sure you locate where they are in their faith and you come into agreement with them there. If their faith is not for healing and they accept the fact that can I read the word of God to you? I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to talk about what the doctor said. We're not going to talk about your diagnosis, your prognosis, the fact that he said you could die in three months. We're not going to talk about that. While I'm here, I want to build you up with the word of God. Is that okay with you? If you get their permission, then sit there and read the word of God concerning healing and believe that faith for healing is going to come. Ask them, are you satisfied with your life? Is there anywhere you wanted to go, anything you wanted to do with your life, uh, before you go anything, well, God can heal you and you can go on that trip. You can do that. And, and then you build up their faith concerning that. And then your prayers going to be effective. Amen. Father, we thank you for your wisdom. 
We thank you for your uh, wisdom concerning healing, concerning anything that we're believing for. Your word says in Mark eleven twenty four that when we stand praying, our posture when we're standing is uh, we're ready, we're expecting. And so when we stand praying, you said that to believe that we receive the manifestation uh, and so th- that we have it, not the manifestation, you take care of that, but to believe that we receive what we're praying for. And so we stand in faith, believing that whatever it is that my friends and my family are believing for that have joined me in prayer today, father, we just ask that you would meet them where they are with their faith. And I thank you, Holy spirit, that you teach us. You teach us how to work the word concerning whatever it is that we're believing for. You show us how to pray for our family members and our loved ones, how to pray healing for them, how to build them up with the word of God and with faith, how to teach them. In Matthew 28, Jesus, you told us to go and make disciples, to teach them what you say, to teach them how to do what you say. And so that that's part of our job as believers. And so we thank you that we're empowered to do that. So when we see someone, a loved one, a a church member, a friend who's not well, we want to help them. And so we thank you for the compassion of God that flows. And so we'll ask you, what, how do we, how do we approach this? And Holy Spirit, you'll show us and we'll do whatever it is that you say. If it's to read scriptures to them, we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you'll bring those scriptures to our heart. You're the one who brings the word to our remembrance. And so teach us how to cooperate with you. Teach us and show us the word that we should bring back uh, to, to bring that back to our remembrance so we can pray and show them what the word says about their healing, about their deliverance, about their salvation, about their financial provision, about having peace in their life, about having peace in their family and their home, about having a good marriage, a strong relationship. Hallelujah a good friendship. Oh, we thank you, Father. Your word covers every single one of those things and more. And so we thank you for your word today. We don't go without it. We thank you for the power that's in your word, Father God. We let the word, Father God, we let the confession of our faith bring your word to pass in our lives in the name of Jesus. We do what your word says and we have what your word says we can have. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for your wisdom. We thank you for your understanding. Father, if if we've been in a place where we've questioned why our loved one has not received healing, why our loved one has not received salvation or financial provision, or why when we prayed, it's gone unanswered. And, and without saying it, we've harbored some type of feeling toward you that hasn't been right. We ask 
ask for forgiveness right now. We release that right now. And we ask for your forgiveness. We repent for not believing what your word has said and for harboring maybe unforgiveness and some resentment towards you. We ask for your forgiveness because now we have light on the issue. We forgive our ignorance concerning this particular thing. And we receive our cleansing. We declare that we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and greater are you that's within us than he that's in the world. And you show us, you empower us and show us how to proceed concerning this. You give us the wisdom and the understanding and we trust you. We trust you. We don't just say we trust you, but our words and our actions show that we trust you. And and we go back to, to your word and see what your word says concerning these things and we do it. And I thank you that we see results. We see results when we're doers of the word. We see results every time, every time, every time, every time in the name of Jesus. And so we move forward in faith. We move forward in faith and doubt has no place. Doubt has no place in our hearts, but we move forward in faith. And we thank you for the answer. We thank you for the answer. We thank you. This is your answer right here for some. This is your answer. Today's prayer time is the answer for what you've been asking for. And so go ahead and listen to it again and get, let some faith build up for it and then proceed accordingly. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we praise and we thank God. That's the posture of faith. Once I pray, I praise and I thank you, Lord, that it's done and that I receive it. It's rightfully mine. I have the authority to call it mine in Jesus name. And now I just praise you for it. I praise you for it because it's mine. And even if I don't see anything working, even if I don't feel anything working, even if I get a phone call that speaks contrary to what I prayed for, it doesn't matter. It's rightfully mine. And I have it in Jesus name. And I thank God for it. I thank him that he's working it all out for my good in Jesus name. And I continue to do that until it manifests physically in the natural, in my hand or in the life of my family member, my loved one, whoever it is in the name of Jesus. This is the posture of faith. This is it. This is how I work that out. Otherwise I keep running in circles and doubt will keep me from receiving. And, and, and we won't say it, but our trust in the Lord diminishes because it didn't work the last time when I did that. Oh, it worked. You just never received it. It worked. You probably got exactly what you said. I don't see it working. I don't know how it's going to work. Things never work out. We say those things and we don't realize we speak that into existence instead of the word of God. And so this is training. This is training. Amen. This is an opportunity for training and learning to come up higher, to come up higher. I want God's highest flow in my life. I want God's highest flow in my prayer life. Amen. And I can't call it a prayer life if I'm only praying for two minutes a day. That's not a prayer life. A prayer life is giving myself to prayer at every opportunity I can. Amen. 
but I want God's highest flow in my prayer life. Amen. I want to always tap into his highest flow because in that I receive his highest and his best. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And yeah, there's supernatural healing that does occur. But I think because we've seen supernatural healing occur and come immediately, that if that doesn't happen in our lives, we think we didn't receive it. But that's, that's not how it always works. There's different ways we see it in the word as they went. Sometimes they were healed after Jesus. So we use that term yesterday. We're wenting. <laughs> I'm wenting. It's a process for me. Okay. I didn't get it right away in terms of it manifesting uh, physically right away. But as I told you yesterday, God's working with me on some habits that I have to change. And if I'll change those habits, when I do, when it does manifest in the natural in three weeks, I'm not going to be sick again and have the same pain because I'm doing the same thing I did to bring it on. So God's teaching me as I'm wenting, <laughs> right? And so we can learn in the process. We can build ourselves up in the process. Amen. And we can learn and grow. So I don't have to deal with this challenge anymore. Once I get through it, it's done for me. I've change the habits and I've received my healing uh, in the natural. And now I move on to the next thing. I can help someone else with my testimony. Now I got to give God praise and testify of what he's done in my life. Amen. This is how it works. This is how it works. Amen. Glory to God. Again, wasn't sure I was going to share that, but I believe the Lord wanted us to. And I believe that this is how we learn when we receive from him, his teaching, just kind of, uh, you know, just spontaneously we receive, he gives us the answer. This is the answer for many people. And so take that answer and ask him how to proceed from here. And I'm telling you, you're going to see your loved one saved and healed 